It's Yalarox episode 26, and today it's about my least favorite word, motivation. Hello, you gorgeous belly dancer, and welcome to Yala Rocks, the belly dance podcast that helps you design your personal practice. I'm your host, Tiffany, and this year we're working past the 21 Days of Belly Dance Challenge to help you figure out your personal practice when there's not a challenge bringing you the motivation that you need to get started. So before we jump in, disclaimer, I hate the word motivation. I straight up think it's garbage. And that may not be a popular opinion, but it's one that I have nonetheless. I can't think of a single thing that I'm motivated to do every single day, except maybe reading. But even after a couple of days of my favorite novels, I need a bit of a break. If you are waiting for motivation to get you out on the dance floor that just appears out of nowhere, you may be waiting for a long time. And if you base your dance on this notion, you're probably going to go through feast and famine cycles in your personal practice. You'll love a song and go hard for a week and then not dance for two. Then maybe a choreography will be coming up at the recital and suddenly you're back on the dance floor for two weeks straight, drilling and drilling and drilling, only to take a month or more off when the recital is done. It's a rough way to practice, and the lack of consistency is not only very likely to make you feel really guilty, but it's also not going to help you reach the goals that you've set for yourself and for your dance. So what do you do then if motivation is fickle and hard to find? You show up and do the work 99% of the time, regardless. I find that motivation actually tends to show up after you've started to put the work in. Can you think of a time when you really, really didn't want to go to class, but you got your butt in the car and you drove there and 10 minutes in, you were having a blast? That, that feeling is what I'm talking about here. Except we're applying it to our personal practice. The problem is we often don't have something driving us to get our butt on the dance floor, even when we don't really feel like it. With class, you're expected to show up. Your teacher and peers will wonder where you are. So how do we create that same sense of accountability for ourselves outside of class? Things like the 2019 bundle and the 21 days of belly dance challenge help to do that by making you accountable to an outside entity. In this case, me. And of course, all of the other wonderful dancers who are doing the challenge too. So if you can find places like this on the internet, I highly encourage you to join up with them. But if you're going at it alone, Reach out to your local dance friends, find a friend through challenges like the 21 Days of Belly Dance, and see if you can become accountability buddies. You'll check in with each other to make sure that you're practicing like you said you would on whatever schedule you've set for yourself. And if you can't find someone or want to up the stakes, put your money where your mouth is. I had to stop going to the gym for a while due to health issues, and when I was finally able to go back, I was having the hardest time getting out of the house. So I asked a friend to keep me accountable and to make sure I went any day that I missed the gym, I had to pay her 10 bucks and you better believe I didn't miss a single day. I wasn't about to pay her $10. I could save up that money and do something awesome with it instead. Those are a couple of really great strategies to find that accountability that can get you onto the dance floor when motivation isn't strong because you have to figure out a way around motivation. 
If you haven't read Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, it's a wonderful book. And she phrases the power of creativity as something that only shows up for you if you're already doing the work. You've got to put the work in first for motivation to show up. And if you don't, your practice is going to be spotty or stop altogether until the next time that you need to practice for an event. Now, this doesn't mean that when you have a 100 degree fever, you put yourself on the dance floor regardless. This is not an exercise in pushing yourself too hard. You always need to listen to your body and to your mental health. And if getting to the dance floor just isn't going to happen, have some options for those days. Keep some lectures on hand to watch, a documentary to hang out in bed with some soup and watch, maybe a book or two to read, listen to and sort some music. You can practice this dance in so many other ways than just getting on the dance floor. So when you can't physically dance, find a way to set your mind dancing instead. There's another awesome resource I want to point you at called the Four Tendencies Quiz from Gretchen Rubin. And if you attended our Instagram live where we announced the winners to the 21 Days of Belly Dance Challenge, you heard me talk about this a little bit. She's categorized people into a couple of different categories, the questioner, the rebel, the upholder, and the obliger. Now, none is better or worse than any other, but what I find very fascinating about this framework is that it gives you a really good idea of the kind of accountability that might work best for you to make yourself do the things that you've set out to do in your life. So when you know yourself better, you can make better plans, right? It's all about that self-experimentation. And if you're wondering, I'm a questioner. I have to have a damn good reason to do anything before I'll actually put the work in. If you can't convince me it's worth my time, I won't do it. Pretty much no matter how much trouble I'll get in for it. So for me, I have to have clear goals in my dance practice. I have to be able to know how what I'm working on works towards those goals. And for this bundle, I have to know that what I'm doing is making a difference to those of you out there buying the bundle, listening to this podcast, and participating in the 21 Days of Belly Dance Challenge. Because if it wasn't helping you, I wouldn't be doing it. So I highly suggest checking that quiz out and seeing which of these four tendencies you align with, more so that you can use it to help set up the type of accountability and motivational systems that are more likely to work with you. You can find that at quiz.gretchenrubin.com, and I'll link it in the show notes page for this episode at thebellydancebundle.com 25 as well. Now, with the bundle, we provide you the tools that make doing the work easier. It's way easier to go, oh, I'll go take that class from this instructor I was really curious about, than it is to go, oh, I'll put on some music and dance and maybe work on my arms and my three-quarter shimmy and hope that I know what to do. The bundle gives you a really nice framework so that you can show up and do the work and let that motivation start to find you. Plus, with our various support options in the bundle itself to keep you on track, you'll find me keeping you accountable no matter where you turn. And so if the bundle sounds like your thing, you're running out of days to grab a copy. It's only on sale until the 23rd, so make sure to get it before the week gets out of hand and you miss your chance. Today's task, though, go take that quiz and figure out what you need to get on the dance floor every day. And if that's my voice in the back of your head, I can make that happen. You know how after drilling a choreography with a teacher, sometimes all you can hear when you listen to the music is them counting or making that silly onomatopoeia that goes with the music or the moves over and over and over again? Well, consider that me, but for when you're not motivated to get up to dance. So the next time that you're on the couch and trying to decide if you're going to get up and practice, go get on the dance floor. Your motivation will find you there.